Do you want to live freely and lightly in your purpose and passion? More than ever, we need to learn to live in rhythms that help move us forward. Welcome to the Exhale Podcast. This is Holly Newton, founder of Exhale Women, and I am your host. Welcome back to the Exhale Podcast. This is Holly Newton, and I'm your host. Today, I'm welcoming Blythe Daniel, who is a literary agent and marketer. Blythe has written for Proverbs 31 Ministries, Focus on the Family, and Voskamp, and Christian Retailing. Her agency markets books and represents books to publishers. The daughter of Dr. Helen McIntosh, she lives in Colorado with her husband and three children. She and Macintosh have written I Love You Mom and Mended Restoring the Hearts of Mothers and Daughters. Well, that's Blythe's formal bio. I am so pleased to have her on the show today and can't wait for this conversation. Blythe, welcome to the Exhale Podcast. Thank you so much, Holly. Well, um, we're coming off of a busy weekend of Easter. <laughs> And we are staring Mother's Day in the face before we know it, right? So true. It it is the next holiday that we formally celebrate. I was thinking about that this morning. Yes, yes. And it's, uh, I feel like, you know, Easter was a little late this year on the calendar. And um, so we have this. And um, when I saw that this was coming out, your book, I knew I wanted you on um, the Exhale podcast. We, have a lot of moms and um, you, you speak to a lot of the things that our women ask and are concerned about um, in this beautiful book. So um, I just want to jump into the conversation. Um, can you start by telling us why did you want to create a gift book for moms? Because it is a gift book. It is. It really is. You know, what, what really prompted this book is that um my mom and I started asking each other the question of what does mom need? What does, what does she need that she can't get anywhere else? And so um, we thought about how word gifts are something that um, we try to do this in our family where we will say, I see this about you, or I know this to be true of who you are. Um, Because those are, those are gifts. I'm a word girl. So anything that somebody speaks or writes. I just, I love it. And so um, the idea was to just look at qualities of a person that really come from scripture. Um, And so each word gift, there's 25 in this book, I Love You Mom. And each word gift correlates with a character quality um, that we see in scripture. And so some of the, some of the stories leading into that word gift would be stories that we've experienced as moms um, or daughters and or sons. Um, some sons will want to purchase this book for their mom, hopefully. But but the, the story just kind of taking us back to an experience that we had with our mom and or a story that comes from the Bible that is um, really just taking us into look at a further aspect of what it means to be um, a mom and the role that God has assigned us when we are a mom. And so that was really the heart was to share scripture, share encouraging words and to make it a gift. Um, I'm always looking for something special to be able to give people. And we wanted this to be like a Hallmark card, lots of Hallmark cards rolled into one colorful hardcover book. So that's really the idea behind it. I love that. And that's exactly what I thought of when I saw the cover. And then um, when I read more about what it's about. So how exciting. (laughs) I love to give gifts too. And just to have this resource, um, I'd I'd love to dig in a little bit more. Um, You know, when you think of being a mom, the innate desire that we have as moms is to know that, you know, our job is being well done. And for me, I'm an empty nester. And 
and watching the next generation rise up and my grandchildren. And sometimes I'll look back and go, what did I do well? What did I not do well? Um, this book is an affirmation of the message of doing it well that goes straight to the heart. So do you feel that this is something that is missing for many moms? I do feel like it is missing for many moms who are parenting right now out of a place of sheer hope and um, believe that they're doing the best they can. Maybe they didn't have a good model of mothering, or maybe their mom is no longer uh, in their life for whatever reason. And so they're, they're just wanting to know like, Hey, maybe I'm doing something right. Maybe this is working. I'm not sure. Um, but but we really want, my mom and I really want to affirm moms that God has assigned you this role. It wasn't something that, you know, um, you stepped into lightly. Maybe you weren't sure you were going to become a mom and you became one before you thought you would, but God designed you to be a, that, that, that child's mom and he designed you to be a family. And so sometimes, you know, it's easy to look at other families and think, gosh, I wish I could be in that family or I wish I had that mom. And, and yet I feel like, um, it does go towards the principle of that the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, sometimes we strive or we hope for something that's not really ours and we miss out on what is, is really assigned to us. We miss out on the gifts that God's given us. Um, and so it's just a reminder to myself sometimes that I don't like going through the tough moments of being a mom. I'd like to take the easy route out and not have those, but I know that it strengthens my character when I do go through those opportunities and especially with my children. And even as I go through tough things with my mom, that we we can have a good relationship. We work hard at that, but it, a lot of it comes through affirmation and a lot of it comes through sharing words with each other to, to help our relationship. And so I feel like that's where this book comes in um, to just affirm, because I feel like there's a lot of women in our culture that aren't getting affirmation in the home and aren't getting it certainly, you know, just from the culture. Um, but I feel like God has just made it really clear that we're not to take our affirmation from other people, but we are, and certainly from the world, but we are to take it directly from him and his word. Mm. Boy, that is so, so good. So rich and so true. Um, and, you know, if you think about it, giving those affirmations, sometimes we might think them or feel them, but just don't take the time to express them. I think about that even with my own mom who doesn't live in the same state, you know, and I'm trying to be more intentional about that. It is intentional, isn't it? Yeah, it really is intentional. And, and I think that's where sometimes we can, and I'm guilty of just of like not saying something because I'm like, oh, I'll get back to that. And then I'm never, I don't ever get back to that. Or I think I'll send a thank you card and then I don't. Yeah. And so we just hope that this book will be like a, a series of thank you notes to mom in yeah. it. And there is a place in the book in the beginning that the person giving the book can write a note to mom and just express their heart in a couple of pages. And we hope that this will be a legacy piece where the mom can hang on to this book yeah. for a lifetime and look back and see where her child or grandchildren wrote some notes to her. Um, I love these gifts as a, as a mom, and yes. I certainly hang on to every note my child's given me, yes. my children's given me. Yes, <laughs> me too. Me too. I love it. Well, I, I can definitely see that it will be a legacy book. I know it will be for me. I'm going to make my daughter listen to this hint, hint. So, <laughs> so no, but I, I'm going to be giving these um, out to my daughter's in-law and um, my daughter and my mom. I just think it's such a beautiful idea. Um, so Blythe, you hinted on a little bit, but you know, some 
you know, some don't have moms that maybe left the best legacy. Um, how can a mom change that for her own children? You know, I think one of the best um, repairers of any breach that's happened in your family or or just a lack of mothering is is to is to do that which you wish you would have had. And I know that my mom was able to do that with me and my brother, even when she didn't have a good you know role modeling of what it means to be a mom and pass on a legacy of love. Um, but what what I've seen, you know, just with what my mom shared with me and what I've tried to instill in my kids is just you know making time to be able to say those things that you you don't want to ever go back and say to yourself, I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have done that. Um, the years go quickly, don't they? And and I just feel like um, that time is so crucial crucial to showing our kids that they matter and that um, and, and even to our moms that they matter in the time that we have with them. And um, I, I tried to do more outings with my kids. I've tried to make memories with my mom that I'll, I won't be able to look back one day and say, I wish I would have said that or done that. And so um, I feel like it's just, this is the time that we need to be able to say the things that we, we want to say and not have any regrets. And I think that's what this book is really trying to help people do is to be able to say those things that are on your heart. You just might not get around to it as often. And, um, and I just find that it's, it's helpful for me to get those things out um, even if they're painful sometimes, you know, just to say, I'm sorry, I didn't do this well, I messed up, but I want to ask your forgiveness or I, I want to be forgiven for for my mistakes. Um, I think it just goes far with our family members. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. That's wonderful. And <clears throat> again, you know, it just takes that intentionality of building and, and stewarding those relationships, right? They're important to us. <laughs> it is. And I can see that about you too, because of the way that you interact with your family and your children wow. and your grandchildren. And you've got multi-generations going there. And, and it's so special that this is the season of life that you're in. You get to impact two generations. Well, thank you. Thank you. We made a decision when we started having children, my husband and I, that, you know, there's some certain things that we would do that we would try to instill. And some of those things were given to us, you know, from our parents. And there's some things that we've added to. Um, and it it's been worth, you know, the the time, the sacrifice of time as young parents. And I can look back and 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 see, you know, as a young mom, there were so many times I just felt like I was not doing it right. And <laughs> would these children ever be able to self-sustain? <laughs> we had four and six years and, you know, but I look at them now, I'm just like, thank you for God, you know, for God and his faithfulness to us <laughs> that, um, you know, there's things we did, did right. And there's things we could have improved upon, but God's faithful and they belong to him and he's, you know, he's got their story and their journey. So anyway, I just am thankful to the Lord. Thank you for those kind words. Well, let's talk about some of the topics of the devotions in the book. What are some of those that we'll find? You know, I think um, some of the things that we felt really compelled to share are things that sometimes moms don't necessarily see themselves as but as children, we can speak those words to our moms, and it and it can actually change a person's disposition. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, a mom might feel like she, you know, doesn't have what it takes um, to be a parent. How, how many of us have felt like that? Mm -hmm. um, we have one of the word gifts says, "You are confident." 
Um, and then I'll just kind of read a little bit of the, some of the wording behind that is mom. I see the confidence you carry even more than the load that stretches you. You are a beautiful example of capacity that when God feels you, we receive what he's poured into you. Um, so that, that's one of them. Another one is you are joyful. Sometimes we don't feel joyful, but that actually, there's a, you know, a good description, um, uh, here because we can we can be joyful even if we're not happy, and I think sometimes those words get interchanged and not a lot. Um, there's another one that says you are renewed, um, and that talks about our strength and where it comes from. And you are attentive. I think sometimes we as moms want to know that our kids see us paying attention to them, and how do we do that? Um, and so that this just goes straight to that idea of you know, mom, when you give me your attention, I feel loved. And so those are just some of the examples. I think, you know, some of the things that moms might think of um, that they would hope that their child would say. And then we try to bring some in, like, such as like, you are a servant. Um, the the idea of that a mom is serving their family. And then mom, you are connected. Um, you're connected to me and to God. So yeah, those are just some of the word gifts, but it, it was really fun coming up with those 25 that we felt like God was just calling us to share and the verses that corresponded with those. That was a fun process for my mom and I to do together. Yeah, I love that. And I am a little bit curious, how um, how did you guys decide to write this together? Well, when we first wrote our first book together, men did restoring the hearts of mothers and daughters we learned like how to play into each other's strengths maybe of like or maybe i should just say the topics that we really cared about in that book that we like we would both sometimes talk in the same chapter uh write in the same chapter but then sometimes it would be like i feel more passionate about this so i'll start this chapter and then she came in so it really was just an outpouring of like with Mended, it was more about the, some of the practical tools to help mothers and daughters okay. through their relationship and to have a better relationship. Whereas this was like the outpouring of that of, okay, here's a gift book that you can give your mom to show her how much you love her. Your relationship may not be perfect because there is no perfect relationship, but you can still offer love even in your healing process, or even though you may be some, some distance apart um, relationally, you can still show love and you can still let her know that you care about her. So it was more of a part one and part two, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it totally does. Thank you for sharing that. Well, speaking of love, um, the love, you know, between a mother and her child is probably one of the strongest bonds that exists. So why is the mother child relationship so foundational? I think it goes back to just the process of um, God instilling inside moms um, the desire and the ability to to carry a child and to become a mom. Again, whether or not she knew the timing of that or maybe didn't expect to become a mom, but God has made it so purposeful for women um, to be the image bearers of God and then to also to bear children that are um, image bearers of the family. And I feel like because we know how in the garden of Eden that Eve was tempted was, I mean, there's just so much against women set, set apart from the beginning that um, we've carried that, you know, all throughout history, you know, women, um, we, it says that we would have pain in childbirth. So there's a painful process, but it's also a glorious process of being able to bring life into the world. And, and a child identifies with their mom 
early on in the womb from all the research that I've read and heard that there is definitely a connection and they know our voice. A lot of times they look like us. And so that bond is formed um, so quickly. I, I um, Not many people know this about my story, but we lost our first child through miscarriage when I was about 11 weeks pregnant. And I had already grown so attached to our sweet baby that even though I never got to meet her and, and we did, you know, we did know that it was a girl, um, but it was just automatic bond with this precious child that God created for us. And so I see that like, if that bond is there so strongly from the beginning, imagine what it's like, you know, for me, as I became a mom and carried my first child all the way through term that like when she was born, it was this amazing gift. And so um, we sometimes forget, you know, the miraculous side of becoming a mom. And we just focus on the, am I doing it right? But I think sometimes we need to stand still in awe of the process and say, God, you have formed this bond. You have created this relationship and I want to steward it well. Um, Cause I know someday I will give an account um, for how I raised my child to know you. Um, and that shouldn't put us in a place of um, a defensiveness, but just more of a, wow, this is a supernatural process. And um, it should, it should want to propel us to just invest in these relationships more than anything else. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> that is <clears throat> so rich and so good. And it is super important. Like you said, you know, one day we will give an account of, um, of this great responsibility that the Lord has given us. And it is important on those days when, you know, you're just in the throes of it and wondering, <laughs> will they ever <laughs> get older to remember that it is a gift, that life is a gift from God. And it is miraculous, you know, as you would say, there is a strong bond there. Well, um, how We've hinted on this a little bit, you know, that I love you, mom, helps the person giving it to feel like they're able to say what they'd like to say to their loved one. It helps put words, you know, sometimes it's not everybody's a word person, and but there's these feelings that they want to express. And you are a word person and have this gift to have created this beautiful book. Um, why is it so important to you, Blythe, that people are able to say what they want to say to their loved ones? Hmm. You know, I think that because my mom didn't get the chance to say everything that she wanted to say to her mom before her mom passed. Mm -hmm. And there, I watched the relationship between them and I watched the areas that were hard and difficult for my mom that still didn't get resolved. Um, and I don't want any child or mom to have to go through um, and neither does my mom, the pain that she went through, if, if, as much as is up to us, um, that we can say what we want to say while we're here. And it can change the trajectory of a person's life, literally, if we choose to forgive them. And we tell them, I choose to forgive you. And I, I have forgiven you for this that happened between us. Or or will you forgive me? I mean, it, it really can change a person's life so drastically in their whole family line. And so I just have a passion for families to know that they can be restored and, and say they have a, a pretty good relationship. I think it can always be better. I mean, I'm always looking for how I can improve in my relationship with my kids because I see their faces when I come at them with certain words and I realize I shouldn't have said that. I should have said it this way. And so I feel like we're always learning and, and we get to make that intentional choice of, of coming closer to our loved one or, or just remaining where we are 
And and sometimes I see that when I come closer to them, even when it's admitting my own fault, they respond differently to me than if I just were to go on and and you know not have really acknowledge um, my part in a conversation. And so I just think it's super important to keep short accounts during the day, during the week. And, and then long-term to just show our kids how this is done so that they can have healthy families as well. Mm-hmm. So good. I love what you said earlier as well. Um, when you said you can still show love even in the healing, that may not be exactly how you said it, but it struck me um, that even in the healing, you can still show love. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom would, um, she had a difficult time buying cards for her mom for Mother's Day or birthday, just because sometimes, you know, they are very flowery. And, and that's one of the things that we tried to not do in this book was to make it all flowery. It's not flowery. I would say it's honest, um, but it's also hopeful. And so sometimes, you know, when we speak a word over someone, it might not be true on that day, or it might not be a consistent theme. Maybe they're not a joyful person all the time. But when we say a word and we speak the explanation behind it and we give them God's truth about how God does make us joyful, I've seen it really cause a person to rise up, to want to meet the, that definition. Like It causes them to want to be that quality. And so that's part of the hope of this, um, this opportunity with this book was to say, you know, um, these are the words, these are the things that I see in you, or I see can be a part of who you are and and what you're, you know, giving to our family, because I truly believe that, you know, words do change people's lives. Words can bring life or death. And we want to focus on the words that bring life to people's hearts. And and at the same time, it brings life to us when we're able to share those words. And even, even in the midst of hard times, and even in the midst of challenges, when we can speak life, it just puts us in a better posture. Um, and it certainly helps us deal with whatever might be going on when we can speak words of life and um, really lean into the Lord to help us in our relationships. Mm-hmm. Boy, I love that. And I agree with that. And have you ever you know, had a friend that's maybe having a bad day and, and you see it and you take time to call out you know, the good and maybe mm-hmm. who they are or what you see that they can't see and how that just changes their disposition? Yeah, and what you're saying is right. It makes it it uh, stirs something in us when someone says, calls out. If I'm like, Blythe, I see you as joyful, and maybe you're not feeling so joyful. Doesn't that? Wouldn't that just like spark something in your soul? Like, yeah, I can be joyful. <laughs> yeah, and it it does. It causes you to to think, what do they see that I'm not seeing about my own life right now? If if um and maybe they're just calling me into something higher because they know I'm in a difficult place right now, but they're just reminding me of what's true and what's honorable and what's right in the eyes of the Lord versus in my circumstances, in my situation. Because sometimes all we see is our situation. We don't see the higher calling that God is le- leading us to. And um, I, you know, I was thinking about a verse this morning that that God put on my heart, and um, and it's in First Timothy. And it's in verse uh, uh, chapter six, verse um, eighteen through nineteen. And I've skipped some of the the parts about that are in eleven through seventeen. But um, but it does say, you know, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Mm. And I I love that promise because sometimes we can. We cannot lay hold on our on what's 
to come. You know, we're so focused on the now that we're not realizing that we are building towards um, a future with Christ. And so, if we look at that as our lens versus the problems or the situations that we're encountering, but but we're making decisions and we're discipling our kids and our families for for the the true coming age of the kingdom of God, like it just takes your eyes off of all the yuck and helps you focus towards what really matters. Yes, it does. Yes. So good. Such good reminders. Well, you talk about being a blessing giver. What does it mean for a mom to be a blessing giver? I feel like for a mom to be a blessing giver, it means that she daily puts into practice those things that she can bless her children with, with words, with actions. Um, You know, in our family, we like to you know, this doesn't happen every day. So, um, but on the days that it happens that we pray together before school or we, we speak a word over our kids as they leave um, the car is to just say, we want to bless your day and we want to bless specific, specific aspects of your day. And I feel like that just helps me feel like I'm putting a seal over our relationships and over their lives and all that they're walking into. And so um, there's other times that I might like you know, speak a little blessing on a note and stick it in their lunchbox. <laughs> anyway, just to connect their hearts mm-hmm. to God and just speak a blessing over them. It might be an action or a way that just shows them that I care about them. And, um, you know, it, it's not anything that's, um, I think, difficult, but sometimes we forget that we are, we are a blessing to be a blessing to others, that God's mm-hmm. equipped us and designed it, that we would bless others. Um, and sometimes it just might even be a word that says, you know, I bless you today in Jesus name. I bless you for the ways that you're going to walk into this new situation or this new friendship. And, and I bless that friendship. And, um, and I think that it really is just reflecting God's heart that we would just put him and involve him in every area of our life. And just reminding ourselves that um, God has created us to be a blessing as moms. And we get to carry that out and we don't do it on our own strength. Of course. Um, right. My, one of my favorite memories of growing up is when my whole family, my my dad and my brother, and my mom wrote out a blessing for me when I was going off to college and just the words that they spoke. And we, you know, back in the day, then we didn't even have computers really. We just printed, we just wrote those out and I took yes. them with me. And I just love that, you know, can we do that for our kids on a more regular basis? Not just wait until there's a big moment, but um, yeah. So speaking words of life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's not complicated, is it? (laughs) It's just like realizing and and really embracing that our words do carry life, Mm -hmm. you know, or death. And we, we want, we want to breathe life, the life of, and love of God into our children, into our friends, into, you know, our sphere that the Lord has given us. And it's just such a great reminder. I love that you do that. And, um, I remember you were talking and I was remembering all the days of making the lunches and, you know, writing little notes on napkins and post-its. And, you know, occasionally we get the feedback that of what that meant, you know, to them in those younger days, because obviously that would have been when mom was making their lunches, not them, (laughs) but they, they loved them. And one, one of my little pack rats uh, kept them, (laughs) you know, all, but, um, well, that's a what, true testimony because those words matter. So they kept yeah, them because they were short, you know, yeah. and one mm-hmm. of my most prized possessions is a three page handwritten letter from my dad when I was in high school. And 
I was in a competition and I, I can't remember if it was, it was music or dance. I can't remember, but I didn't place in the place I wanted to. And he wrote me a letter about, you know, just affirming everything that, that God had created me to be. And you know, he's no longer with us. Um, he's in heaven. But to me, that's one of the biggest gifts that he ever mm. gave me. Right. I love that. Able to hang I love that. that. Yeah. So beautiful. I love that. You, it just gives me chills because that that's really my heart is that moms would be able to write those types of notes to daughters and daughters to moms mm-hmm. and sons as well. I mean, I don't want to exclude sons. I have a son as well. Yeah. Um, and, and boy, that relationship is tender as well. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm having to let him go in ways that the girls are a little bit more with me and a little bit more um, by my side. And, and yeah. Letting that leash out a little bit more with the sun is different, but it is. Uh, but praise God for that experience. God's stretching me and teaching <laughs> me some things through that too. But I just think that those words of those are so powerful, and the fact that you know you still remember that, and and that's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is so big, so big. Well, before we go, um, you know, we are upon Mother's Day. Can you share with us a couple of ideas on, on how a mother can share her gifts and traditions with her children? Uh, traditions are important. And it's up to us to carry them forth, right? That's right. You know, one of the things that we love to do in our family is um, bake. I wish I could say we love to cook, but we love to bake more than cook. (laughs) But one of the things that I'm trying to do is to um, help my kids really write down the recipes that mean a lot to them that they could carry on to their families and in their own writing. And so we're we're doing that. But I, I would love to see my kids, this is something I want to do this year is to have them write down what's a recipe for love in our family. What could that look like that it doesn't currently look like? Does that look like us carving out more time together to do certain activities or um, does it just mean more time in the carpool line to talk rather than just scurry on to the next thing? Um, but, but the recipes of famous or traditional dishes that you love to make together and then just even maybe do some recipe cards of um, what could a recipe of love look like in our home. Um, But we're also trying to get our kids to kind of pick out a scripture or two that really means a lot to them and create a magnet um, with I love you mom on it and stick it on the refrigerator so that I can see that because how many of us are always opening the refrigerator to figure out what we're having <laughs> for the next meal. Um, but, you know, I just think tangibles are so helpful for, for us and for our families to just leave a legacy of love to create ways of just saying, I love you. And it might be mom, it might be dad, it might be brother or sister. Um, but I'm just really all about helping the family be strengthened by just declaring God's love over them. We we don't love perfectly, but we know God does. And he gives us the strength to love each other. So that would be my hope for Mother's Day. Love it. That's a great, great, great ideas. Well, Bly, thank you for coming on the podcast and talking to us about your new book. I love you, mom. (laughs) Cherished words, cherished word gifts from my heart to yours. And that just released in March. So it's pretty hot off the press. It is. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on and share with you. I've enjoyed it. Thanks, Holly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you bring such great wisdom. And it's just so special that you and your mom did this together. So uh, listeners, this is in your show notes on how you can get a copy uh, to give this Mother's Day and beyond, right? It's not just for Mother's Day, but it's, it's for every mom in your life or that you might know. 
Well, thank you again, Blythe. And um, oh, before we go, would you like to share how they can best connect with you? Yes, that'd be great. We have a website and it's ourmendedhearts.com, O-U-R, mendedhearts.com. And also uh, on Facebook under my name, Blythe Daniel, uh, my mom, Helen McIntosh is also on Facebook and we're on Instagram. I'm under Blythe Daniel and she's under Nanny underscore seven, 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 seven. That's her favorite number. So um, we would love to hear from you. And uh, just thanks so much for having us, having me on and the opportunity to share about our book. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And again, all of this will be in the show notes listeners. So you can um, just directly link up. Um, We will see you again next week for the next episode of the Excel podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We are here for you. You can find me super easy at Holly A. Newton on Instagram and Holly Newton Official on Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and hear how the show is encouraging you. And let's help others find the show so that they can also be encouraged in their purpose and passions. There's a couple of ways you can do that. One by subscribing and another is by rating and reviewing the show wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And two, you can even screenshot, share in your stories, text it to your friends and family. And be sure to tag me at Holly A. Newton on on the socials so we can connect.